0: Hello and welcome to Meet the Malik's. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie. And we're so happy to have you with us here today. We have been off the last few weeks. I don't know if you noticed.
1: Yeah, we, two weeks. Two we weeks. Took
0: off. Yeah, last week I was at, um, I was slaving away up in Hartford City doing camp with uh, some amazing teenagers. It wasn't slaving away, it was actually a really fun time.
1: It was good weather too. It
0: was very good weather. It was not, I repeat, not June weather. Yeah. It was like high of 82.
1: That's amazing because a couple of weeks before that, Braden went to camp and it was like 100 degrees or something. It was super
0: hot. Yeah. They're like dying of sweat. And here we are in our night services. With a
1: sweatshirt on or something. I'm wearing
0: a hoodie. Yeah. I literally wore a hoodie or a long sleeve shirt every night.
1: That's awesome.
0: And our speaker was from Houston, Texas. Oh. So he's thinking, wow, you guys have it easy up here in Indiana. We're like... This is not no, normal. this is not normal. Yeah. Usually it gets really hot, really humid up here mm-hmm. nothing like nothing like Texas though. Texas gets hot. Mm-hmm. We remember that when we lived I think down it's
1: there. more humid here though, which is hard because yeah. you walk outside and it's like instant sweat.
0: I know I know I'm outside like literally walking 10 feet and my shirt is soaking
1: Yeah, down. it's crazy. So I'm glad I'm sure the listeners are happy to hear about another that. Another thing
0: I'm excited about, then we're gonna talk about some things you're excited about, is I've recently picked up a new hobby slash sport, uh disc golf. Oh yeah. Yeah. I played my first game on Sunday and it was hot and it was kinda of hot and humid that day, but I had a lot of fun played with a couple guys from our church and and uh
1: Did you do did you do okay?
0: I did pretty good, I think. For my first time,
1: maybe you should explain disc golf in case people don't All know right. what it disc is. Right,
0: disc golf is like golf, except for you don't have any clubs or don't have a little white ball. You have frisbees, mm-hmm. frisbees that are way different. Yeah, Their they're kind shape of different. or something. And like some are lighter and they go further. You but you have to throw them harder to to get the right um, effect out of them. And then there's one that everybody has. It's called the putter disc. That's heavier. It's more. It's more rounded. And so it does not designed to go over 200 feet, I guess. So I've been told. I, okay. I guess you could throw it really far.
1: So it's just for short distances. Yeah,
0: and it's and it's blunted so that way it can hit the chains because the, the holes are not holes. They're basket chain basket so have you ever been to a park that you see these round basket things with chains hanging down that's a that's that's a mm-hmm. uh why hole. does it
1: have to have the chains why can't the it chains
0: just... grab like well just trap the disc okay it's got to stay
1: yeah right okay yeah and so makes the
0: chains trap it and so i had a lot of fun i played with our worship leader tony and another guy from church Matt, and uh we had a lot of fun and uh they want to play every saturday um, I'll probably won't be able to play this Saturday because you're working. But you know, most Saturdays fun. I'll be able to play with them and awesome. maybe meet some other people. So that's another thing I'm excited about. What about you, babe? What's been going on with you?
1: Well, um, uh, it's been a couple of busy, very, very busy yeah. weeks. The Saturday before you went to youth camp, I had a garage sale, which is probably really bad timing. I have no idea what I was thinking because getting ready to go to youth camp is busy, and then the garage yeah. sale was really busy. So kind of i don't know what i was thinking but we had a good garage sale i did it with another family and yeah. um we had a lot of people come so that was nice yeah and
0: you got rid of some stuff in our house that i've yeah. been here for that we've had for way yeah, too long stuff we need to get rid so, of
1: and we didn't you, make a lot of money but i think with garage sales it's for me it's not about the money it more yeah. it's about getting rid of stuff that i don't really mm-hmm. want to put in the landfill and get a little
0: bit you get a little bit cash spending yeah cash,
1: but right? i just i don't want to put stuff in the landfill yeah and i would li- like it to go to good yeah. use some of the things we sold
0: what are some of the things you sold
1: well like a stroller yeah uh two strollers actually um a bed yeah you know you can't just dump a bed into the landfill yeah i feel bad about that well, kind of thing and
0: on top of that it was a bed that was still nice yeah I mean, it was still like, comfortable it's not, like, not like the mattress was stained or anything no it so. was
1: good so and what else um
0: i think there was a big item you sold that a holds crib. water and other things in it. What I keeps it cold? What a fridge!
1: Oh yeah, a fridge! Yeah, yeah, we sold our, we sold our old, old fridge. fridge. Yeah, yeah, and it was that still was actually like what the second thing we really, sold. Really, yeah, it was still in really good shape, and yeah, we could have got it's more kind money of per- out of that. It was I a think. small fridge. It's kind of perfect for someone's garage or basement or something.
0: We but. should we should not bent on the price. I think we would have made more. We could have made the full bit, but a oh while. Well.
1: It was forty, and we got it for thirty-five. I
0: know that $5. Oh my goodness. Can make all the Who difference cares? in the world.
1: I'm just happy for people to take stuff. <laughs> I'm just happy for it to be not in the house. I feel like clutter and things mm-hmm. piling up is like the worst for yeah. zapping your energy and your creativity and your ability to just be at peace. Mm-hmm. I feel like it really affects you emotionally. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just me, but I feel like clutter is really bad for people, so. Yeah. So I'm um, happy.
0: So what happened yesterday? yesterday but the, uh, today's the 5th oh. so yes
1: <laughs> we celebrated the 4th of July
0: <laughs> happy independence day everybody yeah hope you uh, had lots of fun
1: had lots of food and some fireworks yeah
0: hope nobody got hurt i
1: love fireworks
0: i like them too from a distance i'm <laughs> kind of scared to do them myself yeah i've
1: i like to watch other people's fireworks yeah. that mean i didn't pay for them
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I-, I like to keep my money and watch other people literally blow up their money <laughs> And that's fine with me. <laughs> that's their money. More power to them.
1: It's beautiful, though. I really yeah. do like fireworks. They're yep. one of my highlights of the yeah. year.
0: My favorite part about uh, about um, holidays like Fourth of July and others is that is the cooking. The cooking. Cooking mm-hmm. out and having fun with people. Yeah, potlucks. Neighbors or friends. Yeah. yeah.
1: Lots of good food. I made you something special.
0: Yeah, maybe some banana pudding.
1: Which is one of your favorites, I think. One of I my think. favorites, yeah. So second to strawberry rhubarb
0: pie, I think maybe third to something else, but yeah, it's up there in the top my top five. Did I do a good job? You did an excellent job. Thank you. Yeah,
1: that was actually a new recipe.
0: Oh wow, I'm impressed.
1: Me too.
0: Was it calorie free?
1: Uh, yes. All right. (laughs) And today we went. To go pick blueberries.
0: Yes, we did at the
1: blueberry patch. And they
0: are good blueberries. Really, I haven't yeah. had in,
1: Well, just a few on well, the way took, home.
0: We took about seven ounces of the blueberries we picked to church for our mm-hmm. staff meeting today. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was me, Pastor, and Tony. I'm sure, you had to do something with your mom. And uh, we were just chowing down those. blueberries. Yeah. But seven ounces was plenty for the three for the three really? of us. Yeah. Okay. So, but they they were so sweet. They're so juicy. So, a little shout out to Deckers. You pick them. Yeah. If you ever, if if you listen Run up to this for the next and, couple of days, and go up, go there up there and, before they're gone, man. Yeah, they're, they're super good. They're
1: three dollars a pound, mm-hmm. which is um pretty normal price yeah. for you pick and,
0: and cheaper than you get at the store.
1: Yeah, and there's f- they're five dollars a pound in the uh, fridge, I think. Mm. The ones that they picked for yeah. you or whatever, but um. which
0: are still going to be pretty good tasting. Yeah. So yeah,
1: I love it. I love blueberries. We get a bunch and freeze them. They freeze good, and mm-hmm. you can make pies and put them in pancakes, et cetera. Yeah,
0: so. I like them in my oatmeal.
1: Mm-hmm. The fresh ones, not the frozen ones. I don't. Mm. Those aren't. I don't carry the way. Oh.
0: Because we still have frozen ones that you picked, like what, four years ago?
1: No, we we've actually caught up quite a bit on okay. our frozen berries. So. But we
0: like our we like our blueberries mm-hmm. in our house. I guess I wish we would have went to a you pick them for strawberries, but I haven't had as good of an experience from strawberries you pick. Yeah,
1: I think it depends on the year yeah. and how the weather is. I wish we would have gone to you pick this year for mm-hmm. strawberries, but we ended up not.
0: Yeah, we did one year when we lived near May's Farm, but we don't live near as close to them anymore. know well, we could so. still get up there and we just, do it. I know, we're just lazy. Well, at least I'm lazy, so when it comes to that kind of stuff.
1: I can't remember why we didn't go. Oh, I went out of town that week. Oh, that's right. Yeah,
0: that's right, and I didn't feel like taking the boys by myself because I'm not that... Awesome. Anyway. All right. So what are we going to talk about today?
1: Oh, today's topic is juicy. Juicy. (laughs) Today is entitled Wife or Maid.
0: Wife or Maid. All right. I'm going to let my wife just take it away. Are you
1: about about to leave? She's
0: going to talk about herself in the third person. I'm kidding. So what are we...
1: First of all, a disclaimer. Yeah. We don't have this mastered by no. any means
0: we don't have anything we talk about i know mastered. seriously guys. so if you think we are experts we're not anything. we're just
1: discussing it and referring you to you know experts and yeah hoping to maybe um spark some interest or thoughts or mm-hmm. give you a little direction but uh no we do not have this master by any means and we're this is an everyday thing we're working on but um, I wanted to share some thoughts with you. So, um, basically, this topic is about how a lot of wives and moms feel like they are everybody's maid, basically, and they constantly pick up for people and uh, pick up after people and. Um, basically they're the only one in the house who cares that the living room, you can't walk through it or the kitchen counter has stuff you know, completely covered in yeah. mess and yeah. um, they just feel like maybe taken for granted or mm-hmm. just basically like they're the only ones who do the work sometimes. Yeah. And I know as a husband, you probably are like, no, we, w- we work and we do things. But as a wife, sometimes it just feels like you're the only one who does it? And um, so I wanted to talk about it, and also mm. I read a book about it that really yeah. helped me, so I wanted to very cool. refer our listeners to that. So to start off the topic, um, obviously, hon, you realize that wives feel that way, but as a husband and, uh, and a man, what do you feel like wives could do to either influence their spouses and their kids or just start the conversation or, I mean, what do you feel like?
0: I think that the thing you should not do as a wife or a mother is is um, expect the husband to be able to read your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mean is, you know, and we've experienced this in our own marriage, and, it, we're, I'm, you know, I'm trying to do better at it. I'm no expert. I'm not even close to that, but, I, but I'm trying to do better. But what frustrates at least me at times is when I feel like you have unspoken expectations on us and like you're like, well, you should just know. Well, the thing is, I don't see things the way you see things. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, just like sometimes you don't see things the way I see things. Yeah. Um, what so. is
1: that like for you? Like when you walk into the living room?
0: When I walk in the living room, usually it's after a day at work or yeah. or mowing the lawn and I'm exhausted. I could care less what's on the couch. I'm just going to move aside whatever's on the couch or whatever's in the living room so I can have my little space to sit on. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what are you thinking about at that moment?
0: I'm thinking I want to sit down.
1: You're tired. Yeah,
0: I'm tired. I'm not thinking, oh, look, there's a basket of clothes that need to be folded. Oh, look, there's a pillow on the floor that needs to be picked up. Oh, look there's a plate with a half-eaten cookie on the couch (laughs) that needs to be thrown away. He's literally looking
1: at our living room right now.
0: (laughs) Oh, look, there's a little bag of chips that are probably five days old that my son should throw away. Oh, look, there's a half... You know, I don't see these things when I'm... But if I... But I've been trying to train myself to see these things because I know you see these things. Yeah,
1: I mean, and we know not every husband is the same and some husbands actually are more... Uh, tuned in than their wives are actually yeah. to these things. We know of a couple that's like that in our opinion, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of husbands it is this way. So we're not yeah. trying to stereotype every husband and wife relationship, but um, you know, if you're if it's the opposite in your household, you can just switch uh, pronouns. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what do you feel like? Like if you had now I'm going to turn it on you on men a little bit. What do you feel like men Not fair. Not fair. <laughs> men do. This is you confessing or something. Okay. Men do that affect the situation negatively. Like what do you feel like men could do better?
0: I guess we could try to we we could try to see things through the eyes of our spouse, try to get to know our, li- our wife's love language.
1: Mhm.
0: Um you know I saw an interesting video on Facebook today about love languages and you know, that's nothing new. We've, we know about love, the five, is it the five or seven love languages? I think it's five. Five love languages. I, I can't say what they are off the top of my head, but I know that we each have different love languages and it takes time to practice seeing things through your spouse's eyes and trying to love them instead of trying to get things for yourself. And so for me, I'm trying, I've been but back in the day or even, back in the day as in like three weeks ago um, (laughs) you know I would I would just I think sweet I cleaned up the house blah 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 but there's crumbs on the floor But I didn't see that I saw the big picture I didn't see the Mm -hmm. little details Mm -hmm. and so now I try to think oh man she's gonna want this floor swept up she's gonna want the counters Mm
1: -hmm. cleaned off Mm -hmm. not just
0: the dishes done the counters cleaned off And so I'm trying, so one thing we can try as husbands is try to see things better in our wives' eyes. Yeah. Um, What can cause there to be a fight is when we absolutely refuse to try to see things in our Mm -hmm. spouse's eyes. Yeah. Um, And we're selfish about it. Yeah. Um, I know for myself, when I would say, well, I'm doing better, you're like, well, you're still not, so what? You know? Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean much because you're still and missing. I,
1: I think as a wife, we should, yeah. you know, acknowledge that you're doing better. And
0: I think we should acknowledge when anybody's doing better than what they were. For, right. I mean, um, nobody
1: likes to change. But
0: back in the day when I started trying to lose weight, I couldn't compare myself to other guys that weren't losing weight because then I wasn't going to get to the goal I wanted to be. Right. At. Yeah. And so if you want to have more harmony in your house and more love in your house, you um, you got to do even better than what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. You still even if you're get doing better.
1: better than your neighbor uh-huh. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you still. Or even if you're doing better than your
0: wife, I'm just kidding. But
1: yeah, I mean, I don't.
0: Well, know. yeah, if you're doing, there may be times you're like, "Well, I'm, I'm making more progress than my wife." is. well, that's great. We'll keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's not on you for her to do better for you. It's yeah. on you to do better for her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's so. really
1: good. I mean, cause we can get into this like competition or something mm-hmm. where it's like, well, she's not improving on something she needs mm-hmm. to improve on. But yeah, I think both husband and wife need to try to be as unselfish as possible when it comes to this topic. I know that cleaning the house is, doesn't sound very spiritual, but it's actually um, a daily thing for most families that's can be can really drag you down and can yeah. really get to people and yeah. cause arguments. And I think God cares about those little things. Mm-hmm. And so this is something that you can bring to him in prayer, uh, wives, yeah. if your husband doesn't care at all and he thinks that, you know, maybe he's the only one with a job outside the home. And you're stay at home, and um, he thinks that you have to do literally everything, which I don't think is true. Actually, even when your husband works full time and you are stay at but home, but at the
0: same time, have a little bit more grace on him in those situations. I'm home more than a lot of guys are.
1: I know, but I'm saying like you can pick up after yourself. Like yeah. you can. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm talking about. I'm. I don't expect him to like be scrubbing the toilet mm-hmm. when he just got home off at you know off work or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he can help out and well, you, he can do things. can get in the hamper. Yeah. He, and he can, he can, on the weekends, you know, he can do things. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know what things, I'm sure there's a honeydew list, but.
0: Well, and I think there should be a, um, there should be something either written down or spoken that's understood between the spouses about mm-hmm. what quote unquote
1: jobs. That was actually, the book I read that I was going to, um, recommend to everybody is called To Love, Honor, and Vacuum. Yeah. Let me repeat that one more time: to love, honor, and vacuum. It's. Um,
0: <laughs> I remember when you said you're getting this book,
1: and I said it was for you. <laughs> and
0: I was like, great. You're like, great.
1: Um, it's by Shelly Ray Gregor. I hope I'm saying that right. And it was recommended by Focus on the Family, and it was yeah. really good. So I highly recommend it to you, everybody. But I can't um,
0: confirm that it was good because I didn't read he it. He didn't read
1: it, but it. it was really good. And basically, it has a lot of like practical. Mm-hmm. Uh, Advice for this—I mean, it's such a practical topic, you know, cleaning. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's such an—it's an important thing. I mean, you can wives can start to get a little bit like bitter and mm-hmm. resentful about yeah. some things, and before long, it feels like you're disrespected, like your husband's disrespecting you as a person, and you start to get angry, and it bleeds over into um, your sexual relationship, into your sex. Into your emotional relationship, basically until the health until the health of your marriage. So it is an yeah. important uh, topic. I mean, some wives they don't really care about cleaning as much, um, mm-hmm. and they just kind of blow everything off, and, and it's really no big deal.
0: Bottles and papers and, and I the don't know. whole house rooms full of. Well, I don't food. know, but just kidding, but, but
1: anyway. and that's fine. I mean, I I'm not judging anyone. I'm just saying for the ones. <laughs> For the ones that it does bother and they do care, this is for you. So, yeah. Um, anyways, I um, want to go through some tips for, that I got from that book. Um, number one, like I said, go to God. Um, he cares about these things, and you can start to pray for. Yeah. Your husband, um, how to talk to him or how to, you know, he can give you creative ways to try to connect. And I think communication is one of the important things. Um,
0: It's important for us to understand that God loves our spouse more than we love our spouse. mm -hmm. And he, and he is concerned. He wants to make sure that, you know, he can speak to them better than we can. Mm -hmm. And um, there's times where we just got to give things up to God and say, God, I need your help with this. I need, you know, yeah, like for you, you probably say, I think Lord, you definitely help my husband to clean more. And
1: <laughs> well, and it's, yeah, it's not just clean more, it's more like understand why it's help, important to me yeah,
0: to care more about what's going on in the house, what's caring more yeah. about what's going on in your mind and what you care about.
1: Um, and then, uh, the tip number two would be he, he, does, he or they, if your children are also in this uh situation, don't think like you think. Yeah. They don't, like you said earlier, they don't see the mess. for Like they just don't see well, the it. Mess
0: pro- and it's not just they don't see the mess because they, they probably see it. I
1: don't think our boys see the mess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they probably don't care Yeah, about the mess.
1: They don't care. And don't take that like a slap in the face. Like, well, then they don't care about me. Some wives can kind of go there. Like, well, if they don't care about this, then they don't care about me. Because for us having a clean home means we can relax, you know, and we can be at peace and we can enjoy ourselves, yeah. but until it's at least picked up a little, I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect and wives, if it does have to be perfect, that's something the book actually said you need to work on mm-hmm. because you don't want to live in like this white glove house where yeah. every like p- children can't play and be well, themselves. All of can't play Legos. Yeah. Because it's just too messy or whatever. Like, relax okay and yeah. life happens and it causes messes and you know you have to find your pick your battles but um yeah don't think that your kids and your husband don't care about you if they don't care about the mess it's just everybody's got priorities and it's just not a priority for them but that doesn't mean that you can't be assertive and say These are the common areas, Mm -hmm. like the living room, the kitchen, the dining room. These are the common areas where everybody has to be. And if it's a common area where everybody has to be, then it's an agreed upon family rule that we're going to try to keep it, you know, as cleaned up and clutter free Mm -hmm. as we can.
0: And with the kids, we had to do this with one of our boys is that they kept making a mess from a snack. They kept having not cleaning it up. Mm -hmm. They got grounded from that because they weren't.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah if we found it was fruit snacks and if we found a fruit snack wrapper because we found like
0: 10 of them under the couch or something it was crazy
1: then you know then that's something that you're just not allowed to have for however many days you know so um, so tip number three is they will not start doing it until you stop doing it I don't know if that makes sense but if you constantly clean up after your children or your spouse, they're never going to see a need to do it. Yeah. For example, um, like say your children constantly leave their dish, dishes on the um, table, mm-hmm. that like they eat, yeah. they eat breakfast and they leave it there. Or your husband throws his clothes on the floor. And you constantly pick them up and you get mad about it. You're like, yeah. you know, the, la- the laundry basket is five feet away. Why can he not put this in the laundry basket when he knows I don't want to trip over it or step over it. I, I just want to walk through the room without worrying about what's on the floor. <clears throat> but if you constantly pick it up or clean up after your children, they are never going to learn to do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. And so you do need to have consequences for those things like with your children, you are their mom so you have the option of um, some kind of a punishment or just some kind of consequence mm-hmm. basically you okay if you if you do that then you're not going to be able to do this or yeah. something um, or maybe a star chart or whatever you know positive reinforcement that you want to do um,
0: or a bit of both
1: yeah. Exactly. And then for your husband, uh, obviously you can't punish him like you would punish your child or have consequences. But um, while you can have consequences, the book talks about how um, if he's going to leave it on the floor, then that does not get in the wash. It just doesn't get washed. And if you don't like stepping over it, you can kind of push it to the side or push it in the closet or something if you don't want to look at it. Um, you know, that's an, op- that's an option. I don't know if you find that to be A hateful thing to do but I don't think so I mean if it's on the floor um the rule is I'm not gonna wash it
0: what's the reward
1: (laughs) it gets washed (laughs) in the washing machine darn it anyways so um something to think about um obviously there's a lot more information in the book and a lot more ideas like ideas on how to communicate with your family like have a family meeting Mm -hmm. or they even had like a a treasure chest basket where at night the, after the kids went to bed, the mom would put all the toys that were left out in the basket. And basically they were grounded from them until mm. Sunday. Mm. And on Sunday they could pay to get them out or something, or they could have them back on Sunday.
0: We need some money. <laughs> My kids have more money than me. Let's do that.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so toys that are left out. And, and when I say left out, I mean in the living room, not yeah. necessarily in their room left out.
0: Even though they do need to clean their room sometimes.
1: And we, yeah. And we we personally do that during our screen-free time. That's mm-hmm. a great time to clean is when the screens go off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in the living room, toys left out in the living room at night, they'd be put in this basket, and then they wouldn't get them back until whatever day. So,
0: and if they never pay for them, they go to Goodwill.
1: Well, Or, or if they never ask for them, I guess they don't need them. I don't know. Yeah. Um, tip number four. Um, delegate with an organized approach. I don't know what you... I'd like your comments on this, hun. Um, They had different ideas on how to pass out the chores. Uh, one would be like rotating responsibilities. Like the kids would have... One week they'd have, you know, sweep the floor and the next week they'd have do the dishes or whatever, depending on the age of the child. Every child, I think three and over, can do something. Yeah. Um, And then for husbands, like... Depends on the husband, like, a honeydew list. Like, I mean, they set a list so that you can, like, on the weekend, you can know, like, what it is she wants you to do yeah. without you guys having to really talk about it. Because they were saying, like, if you're constantly nagging your husband, that's a really bad thing. Like, it makes husbands not motivated. Um choices. They just think you should give your family choices on what they're going to do and when they're going to do it. Mm -hmm. They don't want you to say like, okay, do this now. Like they want to say by bedtime, you need to clean your room or something. And, um, maybe some house rules. Like if you made dinner, you don't have to clean it up. Mm -hmm. A lot of families I think have that rule already, but just like a, some house rules, like, if you clean the bathrooms, you don't have to clean the living room. I don't know. Something where it's more like organized. I don't know. What do you think about that? those options? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like them. Mm-hmm. Especially the make dinner, no dishes. I'm going to make what dinner a, What do night. you
1: think um, personally about a list, like a honeydew list of things you wife... At times,
0: I, I don't mind the list, but times also just like... I don't know. I think there should be some communication before you make the list. Because like, what bugs me is sometimes maybe I have an unspoken list for my weekend of things I want to do. And all of a sudden I get a honeydew list and I'm like, well, I don't have time to do all this stuff because I already have this, 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 and this to do. Yeah. And so I think uh, with that, there should probably be some sort of, even if it's not sit-down meeting, even if it's just via text or via something.
1: A lot of honey honeydew items, though, could be done within yeah. the month. Like, you didn't have to be like, do this by the end of the weekend. Yeah. The only problem is I feel like most husbands would wait until the very last minute or not do it at all.
0: You know... You know, a lot of staffs, a lot of places that people work at have staff meetings. And, you know, I don't think it's a bad idea for families to I have know. some sort we of meeting. We used to
1: do that and I loved it. Like yeah. every week we would sit down and we would talk about the calendar. Yeah.
0: It doesn't even have to be every week. It could be every other yeah. week. But,
1: but still, I, we talk about the, we could talk about the budget, the calendar.
0: Because in a way, we are a small business. In mm. a way. I mean, we're not making really? money, but we're, yeah. you know, we have four you people know, that we need to have organized yeah. in this house to get things done yeah, and to it, keep this like, house nice.
1: Like events, you know, soccer practice, um, organizing our schedules, organizing our money, Mm -hmm. and then also, you know, projects that we'd like to get done. Like we had a trees, like multiple trees come down in our yard this spring and we still have logs that have been cut up, but they need to be piled and stacked. Yeah. You know, something like that I would love to yeah, work on.
0: It's just been so humid and so busy since then. Yeah. Um it has so.
1: been really busy. Awesome. Um Yeah. So I was just looking at my tips. I had one cool. more tip, but I think I already said it. Basically yeah. age appropriate consequences and um yeah. for your kids. But ladies, um, you know, Draw the line. It really helped me to kind of... I was feeling just overwhelmed. If you're feeling overwhelmed with the amount of work, number one, is what your Are your priorities realistic? Like, are you mopping the floor every day? You know, does that really need need to to happen? You know, are your are your standards so high that you're running yourself into the ground physically, you know,
0: emotionally? And there's no way your husband can keep up.
1: Yeah. And number two, if you're feeling overwhelmed, draw the line. Like, for example, um, I told Matt, I said, honey, laundry completely overwhelms me. The folding, get putting, putting it away, I'm just exhausted. And he was like, don't put my clothes away. I was like, oh. He's like, just set in there and I'll take care of it. And I was like, that's amazing, and if I, yeah, that little thing. And we
0: also got to get our boys involved in this. Yeah, too.
1: and boys and my children are old enough; they can put their clothes away too. That little bit of having your family put their own clothes away really took a load off. It was amazing, and I felt yeah. so much better. I was like, "Okay, this is awesome." So you know, draw the line on some things. Your family can clean up after themselves. Yeah,
0: the older your kids get, the more you can delegate. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to lean on each other. Yeah. Um, so wives, I know your husband, some of you, your husbands are working 40, 50, six, some of them 60 hours a week. Yeah. And I know they're not going to get as much done around the house to say somebody who I technically work 40 hours a week, but I have my schedule is way more flexible than your husband's. Yeah. Um, so I can get more done around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't, don't think, well, poster Matt, he can... Yeah. Or, well, don't, don't compare me to your husband. But at the same time, husbands, if you're listening to this, you need you are a part of that team of that house and you guys need to work together.
1: Yeah. Just because your wife cares more about the running of the household doesn't mean you can't help. Yeah. So. All
0: right. Well, I think we are about out of time today, babe.
1: I love this topic. Let's talk more about it.
0: (laughs) We can do that another day. then. Just
1: kidding. Um, If you have any comments or questions for us about. This uh, topic, please feel free to go to eaglesviewchurch.com and click on contact us yeah. and submit your questions, comments, concerns. Uh, if you have a topic that you'd love for us to talk about, please put that in the contact us comments. Mm-hmm. And we that comes directly to us and we can help you out with that. We yes. would love your feedback on our podcast and we would love it if you went to iTunes and subscribed and also left a uh, review of our podcast on iTunes. That would be amazing. And if you
0: don't want to go to iTunes, you can download it on our website. You can download every one of our episodes on our website.
1: Yeah, you so, can listen straight from there. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you, guys. Let's pray, and then we will uh, talk you to you next week. week. Lord, I thank you for this topic. I thank you for uh, placing this on Ellie's heart so that we could learn. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you will help the wives and the husbands out there, Lord God, that are having conflict in this area. I pray that you'll bring peace, And I pray that you'll bring understanding. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye, guys. Bye.